Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to become that confident leader and take your business and your life to the next level. Today, I am very pleased to have as my guest, Alan and Angie Thomas, and let me tell you about them. So on March, 2017, at the age of 55, Alan Thomas stepped on his scale and it read 304 pounds. Literally panic set in. It was the day of his 31st wedding anniversary and three thoughts ran through his mind. First, he could not recall ever meeting a 65-year-old man that was more than 100 pounds overweight. His experience as a life insurance professional told him that he had less than 10 years to live. Second, he knew he would be known as his wife, Angie's first husband, since she probably would be dead in less than 10 years. And third, that all of the dreams that he hoped to accomplish in the future would be cut short by this obesity. In the state of panic, he thought, okay, I'm going to reach for my cell phone. I'm going to take a picture because at that moment he knew he made the decision that he never would see those numbers on the scale again. Fast forward 260 days, Alan stepped on that same scale and weighed 175 pounds. Let's just take a moment and rejoice in that. (laughs) He conquered a lifelong battle with obesity in 260 days. His wife, Angie, who lost 63 pounds in 190 days, go girl, So Alan and Angie have been on dozens and dozens of diets and exercise plans and have never been able to take off the weight. Today, they teach, they coach their clients to lose weight. The process known as rethink dieting gets incredible results, but Alan and Angie never tell anyone what to eat or what exercises to do but their clients unlock their potential as weight releases. If a diet or exercise plan were the answer, everyone would already be their ideal weight. The solution is never a diet. It is a decision. Please join me as we talk today about is your weight holding you back? Please welcome Alan and Angie Thomas. My goodness, I just want to say kudos to you. I love your message. I'm so proud of what you did. And I am so looking forward to you all having such a wonderful next 20 or 30 more years. (laughs) This is going to be awesome. We always start with the easy questions, my dears. Um, what is the place that you call home now? Where do you live? Amelia Island, Florida. We Ugh. moved in family of six back in 2005 from Columbia, South Carolina. We wanted to be closer to the water. Two hours to Charleston, which is too far. So we made some big life changes and moved to Florida in hopes of getting healthy, I'll just say. But instead, we ate everything. And we had to eat our island, I think, and gained the <laughs> way, getting us to kind of where we wound up. But I have wow. to say, today is the anniversary for Alan. It is his anniversary of reaching. Awesome. His- so I have to say. Wow. 
That is so wonderful. And and really, you know, I thought I thought that that one sentence that you got on the scale and that you were like in panic because really it it almost feels like how this that this happened overnight and we know that it didn't. We know that it was in some cases years, some cases months <laughs> of us doing what we shouldn't do. But um, I had, I never got that large, but for me, I was always very, very thin. And um, so I had to lose 60 pounds. And it was wow. one of those things where I, I was going to be 58 and my daughter was pregnant and I wanted to chase around my grandbaby. Sure. You have to have, a, you, you need your why. If it can't be that the doctor's telling you you're going to only have so many years if you don't do something. But for me, it was, I, I want to be that grandma that chases after those little ones. And now she's got two boys and I am chasing after them. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And and yeah, it's, it's never, you know, do we want people to be healthy? Of course we do. Do we want them to eat? good stuff and exercise and live till they're 150. Absolutely. But let's face it. I mean, there's nobody out there that lives in a first world country that doesn't already know what to eat. Doesn't mm -hmm. already know that, that, that obesity and overweight will take years off your life. But if that were enough, everybody, just like with the diets, everybody would already be thin. Everybody would already be fit. And what, what happens so much of the time and in this, you know, stepping on the scale for, for me was, if it, if it read 299.99999, I would be sitting here probably at 400 pounds, okay? And But because it said 300, it just it, it was just kind of one of those moments where, yeah. uh, where God or the, 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 you know, creator just opened my mind to the fact that, hey, buddy, you're not going to be around. Uh, yeah. You're not going to be around. It's And it wasn't about, it wasn't about my current health. I didn't have any serious medical issues whatsoever. You know, they, I could have made that story up that, oh, I'm fine. I can do this. But at the end of the day, you start realizing that, you know, hey, I, I hadn't at that time met anybody. Now, I, I have today. I mean, we've actually had clients that have been in their 70s that had over 100 pounds to lose. And and so, but in general, you just never see those, especially men who are morbidly obese because they don't live. They're dead. Yeah. And, and we take, and we take, we miss the piece of, all of the struggle that goes along. I know I love I love your concept of, of leadership. I mean, the it's like Angie was always supporting me in my weight yeah. journey. So and, and but slowly she was gaining the weight too. I mean, slowly <laughs> she was. Gaining. I mean, and it wasn't and it wasn't that. But she, it was it was never urgent for us to get it done. But then she was determined. She wasn't gonna. Angie's very competitive. She'll she'll uh, and so she was sure she wasn't gonna let me me get there without her getting there. And and I did. But it, it's like we notice this over and over with our clients is that people who when action starts to play. I literally was just on the phone ten minutes ago with a client in in the Midwest who for the first time in his life is like, oh my god, it's working. Oh my God, it's working. And the weight's <laughs> coming down. All, all this. And, nice. and he's telling me about other family members that are taking action now. Leadership starts with the person between your elbows. It starts, and it's not, it's not that you have to go out and write a best-selling novel. It's not that you have to go out and start a multi-million dollar company. It's not that you have to do something that that is uh Einstein worthy of you know creating the theory of rel relativity or something like that. If you just do something as simple as get your weight out of control that it yeah. unlocks this potential i mean we we've seen i think about one of our clients that has he was over 450 pounds when he came to us mm -hmm. and, and he was in a wheelchair if he had to walk more than 10 feet he was an individual that um and i i tell people up front we're never going to tell you what to eat because they already know they already know and and if i tell them what to eat it's going to be the wrong thing now do mm -hmm. we guide them of course we have some guidance but but it was interesting. He'd never been on a diet. Now, this guy's 5'10 and 452 pounds and never been on a diet in his life. And he said, but Alan, what am I going to eat when when it pushed? I said, well, let me ask you this. I said, if your wife, who you love dearly, and your two daughters, who I know you love dearly, if their life was on the line, 
And the only way that you could get them back alive was for you to lose one pound every seven days until you reach that ideal weight. Could you save their life? He said, oh, yeah, I could do that. I said, what would you do? Now, he'd never been on a diet. And, and he, he thought for about 30 seconds. He said, I've got it. I know what I'll do. I said, what would you do? He said, I'll eat less. Now, it sounds crazy to say it. It was like he was making a joke. He was dead serious. Now, almost 200 pounds later, it's working, Yeah. if that makes sense. It, and, but what's interesting is not, it, the weight loss is impressive, but the thing that I that I always tell our clients is, you got to tell me about the stuff that happens in your life that has nothing directly to do with weight, because that's where we get, that charges us, that gives us mm -hmm. this you know, mission. And and he called called us about a year ago. He was in New York. He's with a company that has about forty thousand employees internationally. He's he had always been in operations, and he said, "I just want to call you. I just won the international sales award." And oh. So and I said, "You got to be kidding me!" I said, "That's fantastic. When did you transfer to sales?" He said, "That's why I'm calling you." He said, "The CEO uh, gave me the award in front of thousands of I don't know how many people they had it. Thing it was over a thousand people." He said, they gave me the award. I'm the only person ever that's not been in sales to get the international award. And he said, it came because of my weight loss journey. And um. the track to the plant. And so the, those kind of things are sitting there. What, what I want the listeners to get, if they don't hear anything that I'm saying, if they don't hear anything about the weight, they don't hear anything about the, the confidence you'll gain, all these things. It's it's like the floodgates of heaven are waiting to be open when you get this simple thing called weight down. Yeah. And 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 we see it happen over and over and over again. And it and it's not it's not things that we can script. It's just it's crazy. You know, two things that I unpack it unpack in that the first thing is you mentioned earlier about the fact that if you don't get your your weight under control, you know, you're shortening your life. But if you don't get your weight under control, think of all the things, like I said, you can't chase after your grandbabies, but your friend, your client had to be in a wheelchair if he was going a distance. You know, I can't go to Disneyland because I can't walk that far. I can't go to the the ball game because the parking lot is here and the game, the field is down there and I can't make it that far without having help or just to, to go around the house and, and take care of the house and clean the house. You can't do that. There are so many people that their quality of life is impacted by the decision. Uh, yeah, no, no doubt. But, and, and even beyond the quality of life, and this speaks to that. I mean, that those are all things that we that are first kind of what I would consider kind of a first level of of obesity and overweight. The real level is the un, is the underneath the monkey on the back. So when before you lost your sixty pounds, it was on your mind all the time, wasn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was. It was every time. Every time we and I'm not saying this you. Every time we walk into a meeting, we were wondering if they're judging us based on our weight or they judge based on my ability. Every time that we go go into the situation where we're a little concerned that we can't make it up the stairs, am I going to be embarrassed by that? And you get this emotional weight that is not the physical weight, the emotional weight, and that is the real burden. That's the one that keeps you from having your own podcast, keeps you from doing doing the things that that from a leadership standpoint or from a business standpoint or from a relationship standpoint, you don't take chances because you're worried about being mm -hmm. safe. And and it's just and it happens over and over. We can and we can soften it with coping. My softening was I made jokes, and you tell you I made joke after joke about myself. It was softening. It was because I was dying inside. It wasn't the physical death. It was the emotional death. I was worried that you know she she was people would see us together. And I mean, and even when Angie had the extra expense, she still dropped dead gorgeous. And people say and and they would say I, I would just feel the shame of it and then finding out that my kids were not bringing home friends because they were embarrassed about their dad's weight because you're wearing your lack of self-control. Does that make yeah. sense? And it's yeah. just, it's not to shame people, but I say, but that's what they're thinking about between their elbows. I've seen it over and over. And people, people tell us all the time, they say, well, what should I weigh? I said, well, you know, let me ask you, what would you weigh if you're, what do you believe you were created to weigh at your weight? 
And it's interesting, you always get to the truth and it it's not on a chart. And what's interesting is that that ideal weight is the weight where you're free, where you don't have the emotional monkey on your back, where you're, and it, it's different for people. I don't, we never tell people what they should weigh either because they already know. You know, one of the, the whole, I guess the whole concept of my podcast is to find your confidence and mm -hmm. the confidence comes in so many different ways. And, and the courage sure. is, is brought out. I have my anti-aging and wellness side business too, because I want to take away the excuses and, and we have a weight management system as well, but are you, are you avoiding mirrors? Are you not going on stage? Are you not going on podcast because you lack that confidence because of how you look, because of how you feel, because of how you look. And you are so true. It is. And I always say between the ears, you give them a little bit more space. <laughs> say it's what's between your ears that's keeping in and holding you back. So whenever you created this rethink dieting, what was, what were you initially trying to accomplish and what did come out of that that you didn't even realize that you would do well when it honestly it was uh, one of our mentors dan miller who uh, he's best-selling author and he's uh, a career coach and he actually coached us out of our business in south carolina we moved down here 20 years ago but he told it after we went through a weight loss journey, he said, Alan, you want to coach people on weight? I said, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I said, I said, I was a failure at it. I said, and, and to tell somebody what to eat, are you kidding me? I, I'll never do that. I said, I said, that's just silly. But what happened after that and the, and how this came about was about a month or two after that, somebody heard about my journey as a man, as a man that uh, I didn't know. And he reached out to me on Facebook. He said, I heard your journey. And he said, I heard, I heard something different than I've ever heard before. He said, would you speak with me? I said, sure, I'd be glad to. I mean, I, I, I thought he just wanted to talk to me. And most people say, what did you do? What they're really asking when they say, what did you do? By the way, they're saying, what did you find that you could eat as much as you want, whenever you want, and whatever you want? That's really what they're asking. So, uh, so I was waiting on him to do that. But he didn't ask me that. He said, he said, you said that weight was holding you back. It's holding me back too. He said, and we talked for about 10 minutes. He said, he said, would you coach me? And I said, and I mean, really, I had a sinking feeling in my body. It was not a good feeling. It was, I was sitting right here and I was on Zoom with him. And I said, I said, okay, I'll do three sessions. And it was a ridiculously low price. I said, I said, but please understand, I'm never going to tell you what to eat. That came out of my mouth really that first time. It's, that's not your problem. Now, about 70 pounds down, he started, his life started coming to life. His, his life, he, he ran his first mile with his, um, with family flying in from all, across the country because he'd never run a mile at age 48. He ran, I didn't tell him to run a mile. He wanted to accomplish it. He started a business. He became confident enough where he he recently wrote a book and sent, sent me his book and, and and it was he had quotes from me in it which I thought was pretty neat. Who would quote me? I mean it, it's like but it was funny. But it came out of that journey that I went on because I knew that when I heard him, I heard myself. That's what happened, and so it forced me and Angie to go back and retrace our steps. And what did we do? If I'm not going to tell people what to eat, well, how did the weight really come off of me? And it started, I started walking down those steps of what we did. And it was, and it was, it's so overused, but the word mindset, it's overused, but it is, it's, it's our, and people ask us all the time, well, how do you get such incredible, how do you get somebody that walks with a walker has, has a heart condition is 70 years old to lose 130 pounds. And they've never been able to lose it in 52 years. True story. I said, because we teach people how not to quit. We teach them how not to quit. And, and that's, and that's really it. It's just like, it's just like doing this podcast that you're doing. I mean, how many people start a podcast? Like a million, a zillion. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. a, I mean, you've done a lot of them. This is not your first one, right? <laughs> this is, this is not your first interview, but you, you, you have a reason for doing it. You have a reason to persevere. And we do that in our other areas of life. But when it comes to weight, we're always ready to take the next 
at, you know, Arbor Day, you got to pick a cake for Arbor Day, or, or you got to at least have a have a big meal with your family. And oh my gosh, how about how about how, how about Valentine's? Well, it's not just some candy. Uh, you got to have a whole meal, and let's have some wine and some other things go along with it. And you got to have dessert, and then don't forget you got a birthday coming up, and you've got an anniversary, and you've got this. We create. And and then those are the celebrations. And oh my gosh, then I gotta I gotta uh, my boss yelled at me. So now I've got to eat a big meal because my boss yelled at me. We create all these events around food, and food has become this idol for us. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with food, but it but it has, and and we lose control, and we wear, and then we start wearing the lack of self control in our exterior. We're wearing it's it's like. If you if you flunked out of law school twice, I, I don't. I hope you didn't flunk out of law school. I don't know if you ever went to law school. <laughs> but if you flunk, nobody really knows. Okay, yeah. nobody really knows, and except if you're or whatever. If you had a business failure, <laughs> if you had a had a million different things that could have happened, nobody can see that. Yeah. But when you're carrying an extra 129 pounds, like I was, I was wearing failure all day long and pretending nobody yeah. saw it. And, and and so and and I don't say that to belittle somebody who struggles with weight. I listen, they've got more strength than they realize. And this is one thing: if the, if nobody hears anything from our talk, I want them to hear this: is there's hope. If you tell me you can't lose, I say bull. If you tell me you can't now, is it easy for everybody? No. I mean, I, I think about a, a client ours who's got a, a, a autoimmune disease. She can barely walk. She's down 40 something pounds and about, it's taken her about seven months. It's not gone as fast as she want or eight months, whatever it is to look, to drop that. But if you ask this woman, if she's reaching her ideal weight, she'll like, oh, you watch me. Yeah. And, and yeah. so, so they get their mojo back. They get the, and, and that's what I want people to hear. They don't necessarily, maybe they need me, maybe they, or Angie, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I want them to understand that, that that courage that they had one time in their life, that ability to reach a, a level that, that they can mm. reach is within there is sitting between their elbows waiting on them. But it, and, but and, and do you have your, uh, I mean, you are accountability partners for these people. Uh, you know, there's oh, so many sure. people that are so embarrassed or so challenged that they don't, reach out to anyone they just want to keep it private to themselves and don't realize that just having somebody to talk to about it or somebody that's gone through it it's so helpful well it is but it's also and, and you said something you said more than you know just a second ago, where where they don't want anybody to know about it this is the thing that i want to say to everybody and not in a way to shame them but in a way to know everybody knows Mm -hmm. it's not there's not enough layers of clothes there's not enough shades of clothes to hide it everybody knows already and and when we what we do with our clients we want them to see that there's no shame in it it's a shame-free mm -hmm. zone and when they realize that and this is where the beauty of it is too and i i tell i tell this to every client that comes into our process if you're in a room of a thousand men and women and every one of them looks like a james bond model you know how they look. I mean, they're perfect. They, they, they all look like they're put together. They're wearing $10,000 outfit and, and, and there's perfect. They're perfect weight down to the shoes. And there you are with a 50 pounds, hundred pounds, 200 pounds extra weight. And everybody sees it. You're the only one. What I want people who are listening to this, who makes the 42% that are listening to this that struggle with their weight, because I'll guarantee it's 42% is that are obese or morbidly obese and said over 70% that are overweight. But out of those thousand people, they all have a weight too. They might have a relationship going bad. They might have a business failure. They might have this or that, and you can't see it. Mm -hmm. right? You're a hundred pounds overweight and they can see your problem or whatever it is. Well, when you start, this is where the magic happens. When, when you start releasing your weight, we, some people call it losing. But when you start releasing that weight, you can't hide that either. Yeah, And when you start releasing that weight, you're going to see those perfectly sized people come to you and they're going to say you gave them hope. Mm -hmm. You're going to see things happen in their lives because you because they saw you win and they're going to start thinking mm -hmm. you can do that. They can do this. And it's and it's so interesting. Then you start to develop this identity that you always had available where you're where somebody has a lot of courage. 
and where you're where you're somebody that can win and then all of a sudden you don't you're not the fat guy or the fat woman or the whatever anymore all of a sudden you're the person that beat the unbeatable yeah and then they get encouraged by it and that's what's crazy and we i mean there's so many things around this that have nothing to do with nutrition do you have to eat right of course you do I mean, it's like we we spoke at a, a no sugar summit that had several thousand people recently. We, we're not PhDs or anything, but it's like it's common sense. You don't if you're gonna eat a bunch of sugar, you're probably not gonna lose weight. Sugar's okay as far as I'm concerned. If you lose weight and eat it, go for it. But if you can be healthy with it, but at the end of the day, you, there's things that are common sense. It has to do with all the, the things that you're holding in, the things that yeah. when you release. Yeah. So and there's so many people that eat to deal with stress and eat for comfort and 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 they try to lose the weight by denying themselves the food i was always a big proponent that um you know if i if i need a chocolate i'll just eat a a little chocolate kiss <laughs> you know or something to just fulfill that so i don't feel denied of it but every, you know everything in moderation. When I was very thin, I ate eight times a day, but I just ate little meals eight times a day. And I think that's the thing that you just have to figure out what works for you. But if you have things going on in your head that are making you stress out and stress eat, you got to deal with that first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and and it's you said something that you said a lot of people. Um, you know, we'll eat for comfort. And we've done a very unscientific study and, and I'm pretty close, uh, closely to close to the, the actual number, but um, we find that only about a hundred percent of our clients are, are, are emotional eaters. <laughs> it may be higher than that, but I can't, but it's, but it's like, we, we've had a few of them that said they weren't. And then they proved me, proved me. <laughs> wrong. I said, because because it it's the it's the moral thing it's the moral vice and when i the when i reached it was it was about almost seven excuse me almost six years ago this week friend of ours that he was at he was not in our wedding but he was at our wedding he and his wife they they we've been friends for many many years and he was um he was became an alcoholic and a drug addict and and in 93 he got sober well when he got sober he got very very wealthy too he became a very successful in real estate and business and just uh, incredibly um critically successful he was he was really worried about my weight going up because he figured i was going to leave angie as a as a widow and he would check on me and so when i when i when i won him he called me up he said alan he said i'm so proud of you i knew you could do it he said but i want to tell you something you need to hear You've got it harder than me. And I said, what do you mean? You're an alcoholic and a drug addict. He said, yeah, I don't ever have to walk in a bar or take a drug as long as I live, but you got to eat. And I can tell you, I almost wrecked my car. I, was, I can tell you right on Amelia Island where I was on Flet North, on South Fletcher. It's a road yeah, in yeah. Island. I can uh -huh. tell you exactly where I was when he said it because he's right. Yeah. You know, people, yeah, and one of our clients uh, told me this. Uh, it, it was interesting. We... People who struggle with, with, um, let's say alcohol, drugs, that kind of thing, those kind of uh, those kind of dependencies, they can lock their beast up in a cage, and they have to walk by it occasionally mm -hmm. to keep that beast from eating them. Well, when you struggle with food, and when you struggle with obesity, and and most people who are overweight are obese, by the way, they think they're overweight, but they're obese. And and I'm not mm -hmm. saying it to call anybody out, but when you struggle with obesity. What you what you generally have to, what you have to do is you have to take your beast out for a walk several times a day and not get eaten by it. Yeah. Yeah. And, is, and it's the truth. It it never goes away. If people think there's a magical land, like I said, of eat as much as you want, whenever you want, whatever, it does not exist. Is it okay to have the treat? Yeah. I mean, I there's a guy that uh, a couple of years back, we call him the apple pie guy. He he came to one of our one of our calls and he thought that I was going to yell at him he said you know what I have for breakfast you real timidly <laughs> so what'd you have for breakfast he said apple pie I said good for you I said he said you're not mad I said of course not I said you I said you figured it out though didn't you 
Mm-hmm. He said, I did. He said, yesterday I ate this, 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 and they had apple pie, but I knew I couldn't have it if I was going to win at it this week. And, and I, so I saved it for today. And I said, he said, you mean you're not upset I had a plus? I said, no. He said, oh my gosh, this is guilt-free. I said, that's right, because you figured it out. <laughs> we want, because you need, and this is what we do. We What is the weight loss industry now? It's somewhere between 60 and 90 billion in the U.S. Mm, that's U.S. Yeah, now, now yeah. the, number of, the number of obese people worldwide is, is going over 915 million right now. That's worldwide. Okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody's dying every seven seconds of an obesity-related illness. Every 6.8 seconds, gone gone these are not my numbers these are real numbers and and so and but we act like it's not important and but you have we want to abdicate the role of weight loss to some plan or something and there's nothing wrong with these i i applaud people who have have different things but at the end of the day at some level we have to take the personal responsibility and and own it it's like mm-hmm. you did when you lost your 60 pounds. You had to own it. You did you couldn't abdicate it to your doctor. 25, 30% of medical professions are obese or overweight. And so they, yeah. and they, they usually get all the doctors said is you got to lose weight. Do you want me to give you a dietitian? I was like, no, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it myself. And that's it. When you own it, it, it all beca- sudden becomes possible. So taking ownership is is a big piece of it. But anyway, I didn't mean to blabber on. Yeah, just- but you know, and and it, we talked about food, but the thing is to, to be able to, to lose that weight, I had to drink a whole heck of a lot more water. And I found that water, <laughs> it, you're a lot of times we think we're hungry and we're just thirsty and people need to understand that. And, you know, I ran into so many people in my life that say, Oh, I don't like water. <laughs> I was like, I'm telling you, after you drink it for a little bit, you need it. And it just, and the other piece is, how many of us say we only sleep like three hours a day or four hours? Oh, yeah. yeah there's, and, there's- and really, it's so tied to being healthy weight is getting that eight, nine, ten hours of sleep. Well, it, it, so much of it is this emotional driven, just like you said. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, my, our, our 14-year-old son is now 25. And, he, and when I was on my, like my 60th or 70th diet, and he looked at me one day and he said, Dad, he said, you know, this is just really a math equation, right? Now, this is a 14-year-old telling me this. I'm Smart like, cookie there you got. <laughs> what, 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 are you talk, what are you talking about? And he said, he said, if you burn more than you eat, you're going to lose weight. <laughs> I said, no. And I mean, literally, I remember telling me that. I was thinking that is not true. There's no way that's true. And, and it's, but it, but it is, and I know people want to argue that fact, but it's, you can't. And now there's more to it than that. There's more to the emotional pieces. And it's like, it's like client we're on the phone with the other day that just, they're, they're understanding the emotional side. They're starting to understand yeah. what it was, the mental side They're You know, one of, one of ours who, who had uh, nearly a little over 200 pounds to, to release and, after about 10 weeks, he's, I think, down, what, 35, 40 pounds, whatever it is. First time in his life, he's he's winning at it and successful in business. He's successful in marriage and all these different things. But he, and he's realized that he travels a lot and he's figuring it out all of a sudden. He's coming mm-hmm. back weighing less than he did when he went. And, and he, he realizes he doesn't have to punish himself. Yeah. If he, if, if he has, if he reaches for a Snickers and I don't, you know, whatever. I'm going to cheer for him because it's, there's two things going on. You're either winning at it or you're learning. If you really are paying attention, but, but if you pay attention, you can win at this thing called weight, but, but there's so much at stake. There's so much at stake. I mean, this is the thing not to miss. And, and we've looked for, for a study and I haven't found a conclusive one, but the general consensus is that about every pound there's a European study that um, in kilograms, uh, one kilogram is equal to about two months of your life. So that means every pound is equal to about a month of your life. Yeah. So if you think about it, I know Norman Vincent Peel, I think was the one that said uh, when he was 91, he was asked um, by a younger person how old he was. He said, well, I'm 91 or he was 92, excuse me. He's 92. And the young guy said, well, I don't know if I want to live to 92. He said, that's because you've never been to not, you've never been 91. Yeah. <laughs> So we think we don't want to live, but yeah, you will. You will want to live. 
Okay, you yeah. will want to live. And so, what if, what if, you could buy back? Now, people get worried about debt. It, obesity is the greatest debt that you could possibly have. This is choice. It is one hundred percent a choice. I know it's harder for some than others. I, I own that, but it is. There is no data out there that suggests that weight gain is due to anything except excessive eating. There's no data. There, there isn't. And prove me wrong. I know that people have some people have lower metabolism. I get that on that, but there's still a way. But, but what if you could buy back a year? What if you could buy back ten years, fifteen years? And what if I'm off? What if I'm off my half? What if you only bought back seven? Well, how cool is that? Maybe you're there. It's like you have impact with your podcast. You have impact with the relationships in your business. Mm -hmm. You have impact. Maybe there's somebody that you touch because of the fact that you cared enough about them to have them on a podcast. There's somebody that you, that you got their story out of. Maybe whatever the situation. Maybe your leadership led them to, down a road that five generations from now change the world yeah you don't know what's going to happen that's if you can imagine taking the 915 million people and and unleashing their potential yeah now if that doesn't get you fired up you got wet wood as we say down here in the <laughs> yeah that's i mean and that's why i also like to work with the youth because it's it's just, I think, important that we help them have a better life than what we had and get set up for it. And and so there's all kinds of stress that we didn't have when we were little that they have now. We had stress. It's different than our parents had. But all of it, it's, it, you know, it's it's scary sometimes for me how many of the kids are suicidal and and just have no self-worth or self-esteem. And so why add another thing? You know, let's get you healthy. Let's get you get things right between your ears and and let's let you have a great life. Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to add that, um, as you mentioned with the youth, unfortunately, the numbers of obesity, even for the young children are just going crazy. Vicky. Yeah. And it's because of, Obviously, um, unfortunately, the parents are often um, absolutely they're not getting the the necessary help in the home because the parents are not living it. So the mm -hmm. best thing is to show them mm -hmm. living. Yeah, parents and whatever and whatever the discipline is that that needs you know support, whether it's your obesity or weight or drinking or mm -hmm. or relationship or or whatever. Yeah. But in this case, yes, it, it pains us to see the numbers of staggering yeah. youth um, and the people that the young people that are having surgeries and so forth, because we see the side effects. Many of our clients have actually had surgeries and had them reversed and have unfortunately had the, the side effects. They've lived with the side effects of mm -hmm. their surgeries and, and then weight, loss, weight surgery. loss surgeries and then they're not mm -hmm. even having the success. If you don't, yeah. yeah. If you don't change the behavior, the surgery is not going to work. Yeah, and, and that's and it's hard for people to because again, we're looking for the magic pills. We're looking yeah. for the magic, and the magic is sitting between your elbows. Yeah, it's sitting right there waiting on you. But wow. like Angie, the if you want your if you want your family to change, if you want your neighborhood to change if you want the people at work to change then you've got to you've got to lead them by not by telling them a mouth me talking it, i enjoy talking but nothing worked as well as me showing yeah it's and it, it's like when with our kids i mean we we they don't struggle with the vc i mean mm -hmm. now they could have but but at the end of the day there's nothing as powerful as showing them yeah, they were saying this to brag. I mean, I should have never been 304 pounds for crying mm -hmm. out loud. I mean, that was that was my choice. It, it was I thought it wasn't. But the point being is that if we show them, because like Angie said, 350 million of the 915 are adolescents or children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, how are you are rewarding your kids for doing things right are you giving them a cupcake or a cookie you know are we teaching them to 
reward ourselves with food as opposed to verbal praise and other other ways. Well, and, if, and even it, if even if you're and here's the thing, I have no problem with giving them a cupcake. I have, but what I what or what I have problem with is that we are eating at midnight or we're eating on the end. Oh, yeah. And the scale keeps going up and the scale keeps going up and the scale keeps going up. That's where the challenge is. Have the mm -hmm. cupcake. Have the yeah. have the cookie. Not a dozen. But not a that's dozen. That's often the issue. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I said. The moderation. It it's like yeah. you know, I could bake a cake and I would have to throw that cake out if it was just me in the house because I mm -hmm. cannot eat that whole cake. I will I just, you know, I have a bite and I'm done. My husband, he could eat the whole cake. You know, I couldn't keep it. Now he's, I, I just don't bake cakes anymore. But <laughs> but there are a lot of people that way where if it's there, you know, they just like seafood. They see it and they have to have it. Yeah. And then, no, yeah. it was, I was clearly, I was looking on a seafood diet for years. Mm -hmm. and, and so, but yeah, but, but it, but the food's not the enemy. Okay. This no, is no. It's not, it's not the enemy. And it's, it's so much, so many of the people that we run into think that, well, I'm eating healthy. Well, great. Well, show me. And, and it's, they want us, even, I know one of our clients is funny. They were, we, we show them how to get really certain about what the weight, weight, how the weight's going to come off, how to get so certain, because when we have certainty, it's, when we have certainty, it's easier to go the distance. And, mm -hmm. and it was so interesting. She she was she was struggling with what she what her eating strategy she was using, and it and she was asking, well, "What do you like better, this one over here?" I said, "Well, listen, why don't you test them both for ninety days and see which one works better?" Well, guess what? Then she stuck to the one that she was working with, and the weight started to fall off. And and that's it, it because it's easy to get predictable with it. It's super mm -hmm. easy. It, it was people think that it's complicated. It's not. I know one of our one of our clients who's um there's a video running going around where he jumped out of an airplane after dropping 90 pounds with us screaming I, I lost the weight it was pretty cool when he sent it to yeah. us but he but what was interesting is six months after he um he started with program he was I, I reached out to him one day I said how close are you to to where you thought you'd be and he said and I'm kind of far off from where I thought it'd be. I said, and I said, well, what is it? And he looked at his data and he was like 1.5 pounds away from what he predicted six months earlier. And I said, buddy, that's winning. I said, yeah. that's your only. He said, well, I thought it'd be exactly on it. I said, no, it's, you're not that good. Yeah. <laughs> so so it, it's, it's not that complex, but, but you got to do the work and the mm -hmm. work is not how many pushups you do. Don't want you. Hey, if you do some pushups, do some. It's not how many miles you ran. It's not how many how many pieces of broccoli you ate. It's are you willing to do the mental work? That's the heavy lifting. That yeah. uh, we've had clients that have uncovered that's traumas. We've had clients that have done done things when and they realize that's why the weight was staying with them. We but we've had them figure out all these different things that were causing it, and we didn't do it. They mm -hmm. they found the key to their own heart. And, and that's that's when it's fun when they get to realize, and then yeah. all of a sudden, they realize that others. I know one of us sent us a note recently that all of a sudden they're looking around at work and realizing that oh my gosh, this place is not where I thought it was, and they were and they were using food to cope, and it's just mm -hmm. fun to see people winning at something that's so simple but so hard. And I and yeah. when I talk about it, people may take the wrong get the impression. It is hard. Is it simple? Yes. Is it doable? Hundred percent. And but mm. it but there's no there is no way to avoid the long game on this. There's yeah. no way to. Avoid. I always say you have to have courage to be confident, and yeah. to go on that journey, you really have to have the courage and believe in yourself. You you totally have to constantly. You should have affirmations in the morning and the night that reinforce the mindset that you need to take this journey because it is a long one at times and um, it's easy to give up and that's when you need people like you all to to build you back build you back up and make you see what it's worth it and recognize the small wins too I think one of the things that I did in those to lose all that weight uh, I didn't weigh myself for probably a month and a half. I just took my measurements. 
And what I noticed is my pants were fitting looser. I was dropping dress sizes, but I wasn't weighing myself because the scale, you know, was if you were, if, if you were in a pound down or something, you might get all depressed and everything. But I just, I just weighed myself and all of a sudden like 49 inches are gone. There <laughs> you go. Like, okay, That's, hey, yeah. Here's the thing, whatever gets you the outcome and you don't, and you don't have to do crazy. This is yeah. the other this is the other piece we don't have mm -hmm. to do crazy to get there and yeah. and it's i know one one of our clients a lady that she phd brilliant young woman who struggled for years and years and she allegedly like many of our clients allegedly borrowed a seatbelt extender for a major a major airline because that is the greatest shame in the world is to have to ask yeah. for a seatbelt extender yeah. It is. We've seen people will pour themselves into an airline seat so they don't have to because, but she, every time, and this is a brilliant woman. She's, she's not, she's not a, she's not somebody to be trifled with in business and, and her, she's accomplished a lot of these things. And, but every time she got on the airplane, even though she had that, that seatbelt extended in her purse that she's one day going to be handing back to that airline and the where she allegedly had borrowed from him. And she, um, you would cry into herself emotionally torn up because she was having to put that around her and she knew mm -hmm. she was better than that. That's so funny about, about four weeks in, she was, I mean, she was down whatever it was, uh, you know, 15, 20 pounds, whatever it was. I don't remember. She um, said, you know, I got on the airplane. I still need the seatbelt extender. She said, it's the first time I've been on a, been on a plane and didn't want to cry. Oh. She said, because I'm positive that I'm going to get mm -hmm. there nice uh, uh, yeah it's that's the kind of stuff that that's possible yeah. people again it's a small wins you get to celebrate them right awesome. that's right if you make a 98 in the test and any if anybody out there that makes a 98 is going to ask what the what did i miss uh, what two did i miss instead of celebrating the 98 they got right. yeah heck yeah well, we could talk probably for another three hours on this. I, it's been just, <laughs> just been so wonderful. But there's you gave so many great pieces of advice, nuggets, and stories, and you know I just want to encourage the audience to definitely reach out to Alan and Angie if you have had any of this resonate with you. You know, maybe they aren't the right people to work with you, but you you should do it for yourself first and for those that love you and you love because you want to be around for them and you want to chase after grandbabies, babies, friends. I don't know. You want to enjoy life. And if you want to live to a hundred, you want to have the quality of life that makes you happy to live to a hundred and not be wishing every day that you weren't around anymore. So Thank you so much for being great guests. And I'm going to share my screen now for those that are listening. So you can get that contact information and be able to reach out and meet or discuss with Alan and Angie um, how they might be able to help you. So the website that you want to go, and this is for those that are just listening as well as you can get a screenshot if you're watching. But for those listening, it's HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash transformmyfuture.com. Again, that's transformmyfuture.com. On Facebook, you can find him at Alan Thomas Transformation, and that's a capital A, Alan Thompson, Thomas Transformation. On YouTube, just search Alan Thomas, you'll find him. Um, and I will let Alan and Angie talk to you about what you can find when you go to the website or maybe point out a couple YouTube episodes that might be really helpful so it's all yours well absolutely thank you so much well we actually created something just specifically for your audience and if they'll go to transformmyfuture.com forward slash leadership there there's a place where they can register to see uh, a free training that we do and uh, it is the it's one we recently recorded this five-step strategy that angie and i used to lose 192 pounds in 260 days together and and how we and how we show our clients to do the same thing whether whether they travel we we've helped 
We've helped uh, commercial airline pilots who travel all over the world drop uh, escape obesity. We've helped elderly people. We've helped younger people. And, and it's the strategy. It's the five steps to it, whether you whether you've struggled your whole life. If you don't believe you can lose, you can. And it's just, but but it's go watch that because it really will serve. There's nothing to buy. They don't have to buy a thing. And we've had people come back to us. Literally, we had somebody in, in May reach out to us, send us an email that that, that the video, they were literally in the ICU and the, the video saved their life. And I couldn't believe it. I'm, I'm not a doctor. And they were, they the fact that they could be possibly having a heart attack was wow. on their mind. And they, and they went to the hospital and they said if they hadn't have gotten there when they did, they wouldn't be alive today. And, mm -hmm. and we've had people drop 20, 30, 40 pounds just from applying the principles in that video. So, awesome. um, so definitely go check it out. Okay. So again, that's transformmyfuture.com slash leadership to take advantage of that. It has been just wonderful chatting with you and hearing your stories. So inspirational and everything you said was doable. It, you know, that's what I love about it. It, it is all doable but it is up to you to really make the change. Nobody so, can tell you what to do. Nobody can uh, counsel you on how to do it if you don't have the mindset to do it. 100%. So, that, yeah. that's totally great. Thank you so much for having us here, Vicki. It's yeah. been a blast. Yeah, so good. Thank you. And as always, I remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.